There are 12 days left until the Vancouver municipal elections, and just one day left until the opening of advanced voting. This is the Camby Report. I'm Matthew Naylor. I'm Patrick Meehan. And I'm Ian Bushfield. And this is the endorsement episode. Before we get into our endorsements for today, I do want to highlight that we have received almost all the results of the equity survey. And so we've put up at canbyreport.ca a blog going through what candidates and the parties have told us about what they would do on issues beyond housing and affordability. Housing has taken up a lot of oxygen in this election, so it's really valuable to hear what people think about some of these other issues. And we are really honored to get to work with Megan Lau on this. So head over to canbyreport.ca and find that blog post. Patrick Ian and I have decided that we are going to be endorsing a slate of candidates. These are candidates who we all don't disagree with. Yes. So we may not all be voting for the whole slate. In uh, fact, we definitely aren't. Definitely are not. Uh, but each of us have picked three names that we really want to bring forward as candidates that we think deserve special attention from, uh, from you, our listeners. And also one consensus pick to round out the slate. So if you agree broadly with the Canby Report, but can't be bothered to research the, oh my God, 71 candidates that are running for city council, or it's not quite that many, but it's it a is. million. It's... It is. Oh, it is. It is 71. Oh, man. No, I wasn't joking when I said 71 candidates. Right. It's 158 for... All in? All in. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's why when people ask me who to vote for on Park Board, I go, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, man. Oh, I still have to figure out who I have to vote for for Park Board. All right. Well, uh, ignoring uh, for now Park Board and School Board, uh, we're going to be looking at uh, the city councilors that we think you should consider. All right, so why don't we start with our consensus pick? So we're, uh, I think all three of us have been really impressed with Adrian Crook throughout the, the course of the, the, the election. Uh, he, in our interview that we did with him that you can look up, uh, was uh, gave some very good answers in terms of how he views the city. Uh, I've personally seen him at events all over town consistently throughout the campaign. He's putting his name out there, and he really does have, a, I think, a message and a track record of wanting to work with others, which I really respect. Abundant Housing and Abundant Transit Vancouver are two organizations that I basically agree with almost 100%. It is drawn straight out of modern planning textbooks. It is something that I think the city desperately, desperately needs. We desperately need to massively increase, to uh, paraphrase John Yano, the amount of housing in the city. And I think abundant housing and, and the kind of shift in attitude towards housing that Adrian Crook represents is something that really would be valuable on city council. Candidate number two, Patrick. So I'm going to endorse Tanya Paz from Vision. I think Tanya has been a hard worker for the 20 years that she's been working in active transportation throughout the city. She was a full-time staff person for Moto Car Co-op for 12 years, essentially from the day it got started. She told me she's proudly member 66, as in Route 66, of the Moto Car Co-op. So Tanya is big on transportation and not just sort of like bike infrastructure, which she's a huge advocate of. She's also been on the Active Transportation Commission for the city since 2013. She's been the chair of it. She's also big into uh, car sharing and ways of getting people away from being car dependent. Uh, she's a fantastic candidate. She's been out at everything as well. I, the number of times that we've arrived at, a, at an event at the same time and mentioned, and I'd mentioned that I would be going to another event shortly thereafter, and she would say, oh, me too. And then, I, and then we would go to the next event. She is a fantastic campaigner and uh, just somebody that I think she takes in what people say. When she meets people, she remembers them and she remembers their issues. And it helps forge her narrative of how and why 
why she views the city. And uh, I think she does have a real view of the city that is worth respecting and worth having on council. Candidate number three, Ian. My first pick is going to be Derek O'Keefe with the Coalition of Progressive Electors, COPE. I've known Derek for a while, and I've always been ideologically sympathetic to the similar point of view, which is leftist, let's fight inequality, redistribute wealth, and really build a more equal and just city. And I think Derek is a fantastic voice for those issues. Cope is undergoing a bit of a rebrand. He called it a new paint job when I interviewed him. And I think Derek's a fantastic voice for a new generation and a new movement of energy and leftism in the city. I think he's got a ton of experience through his work with Ricochet Media, through the Vancouver Tenants Union and helping organize that, and other work he's done just in everything in the city. And so having a voice like his on city council, I think, can be really valuable in making sure that we are always considering how to make this a more just and equal city. Candidate number four. My top pick for the council endorsements is Park Board Commissioner and Chair Michael Weeb. I was really impressed with Michael. I I had the opportunity to interview him recently. He's someone who I've had the chance to chat with on a number of occasions at events throughout the city. I think that his record on Park Board, while like I haven't 100% agreed with everything the Park Board has done, he has answered to my satisfaction the degree, you know, his reasoning and his thought process in a way that makes me think that he wasn't reacting to public opinion or the like vagaries or ideology of the masses in a way that like produces bad public policy results, but instead would thoughtfully and considerately tackle each issue that was before him in a way that would be valuable on city council. He understands urbanism. He understands the needs for housing. He also understands the need for industry in a city. And so I think that that kind of comprehensive and holistic approach to urban planning is something that would be incredibly valuable on city council. And, uh, you know, I wholeheartedly support his bid for city council. I I also really think that his uh, proven ability to work not only with Green Party councillors on, on Park Board, but also with NPA and Vision and, you know, people of other parties is something that this, like, mishmash council that we're probably going to get is going to need quite badly. Candidate number five. So I'm going to endorse Brandon Yan from One City. I met Brandon about almost a decade ago now uh, when we both attended a youth transit summit by TransLink. Shortly thereafter, we both uh, took part in uh, SVU's City of Surrey partnership program on transportation development and how cities design transportation. Uh, he has been a steadfast advocate for cities and urbanism for all of that time. Uh, he, in fact, geared his master's degree around how cities engage with people and how cities can engage with the community to let the community know why they're making the decisions they do. Brandon is a, a staunch advocate for LGBTQ rights. Uh, he's also constantly thinking and talking about the people who we don't often think and talk about. He makes sure that he does land acknowledgements consistently, and he makes sure that he thinks about who is left behind in different scenarios. Even even just today at an all-candidates debate, they asked, you know, if the viaducts come down, should a portion of that land go back to Chinatown? He highlighted that the viaducts, in fact, actually bulldozed Hogan's Alley, which, uh, as we talked about on the podcast, was an African-Canadian community uh, in Vancouver that was bulldozed. And he talked about ensuring that there was so- social justice there. He also is just everywhere. I can't count the number of uh, social events or cultural events or arts events that I've seen him at. 
Uh, he just seems to be everywhere, and he knows the city really well. He is someone who wants to hear what people think and wants to take it in and wants to make sure that the city, even if it doesn't do what the people want in terms of the community, he wants to make sure that the city does a good job of communicating why the city is making the decisions that it's doing to the people, and I think that's really valuable in a councillor. Candidate number six. My second pick is going to be Heather Deal, the current city councillor for Vision, and their only councillor running for re-election. I think Vision gets such a bad rap in the city, and we've heaped our own scorn on the party, but overall, the city is doing pretty well. There's a lot that they need to be held to account for, and I think the fact they're not running a full slate is a testimony to the fact they recognize that as a party. At the same time, with so many new people running, having experience and having an understanding of how these systems work will be hugely valuable for any progressives or anyone coming forward who wants to move forward their agenda. Heather has been a director on the Metro Vancouver board, chair of the Metro Vancouver Regional Parks Committee, and a number of other committees. And I think she's someone who doesn't get talked about a lot because she doesn't stir up the same anger or emotions or partisanship almost as, say, an Andrea Reimer or some of the other councillors, but she just quietly works there and gets things through. The other thing I really respect is she's got a background in science, and I always like having more scientists on elected office. So Heather Deal did an MSc at least in biology and has worked on a number of environmental issues. So definitely consider Heather Deal. Candidate number seven. I've chosen to endorse for my second pick, Glynis Chan of Yes Vancouver. I think that Glynis has been like quite active, and I see more evidence of her campaign around the city than I do pretty much any other Yes Vancouver candidate. She is a small business owner in Chinatown, where she runs a travel business, uh, and has also been active in a number of civic organizations where she has been able to make an incredible contribution, whether that's the Canadian Cancer Society, Alzheimer's Society, or the Chinatown Merchant Tenants Association. You know, there is a need for small business people on council. I think that having a council that lacked that perspective really tends to ignore one of the strengths of the city and ignore what makes cities viable places for people to live and work and, you know, consume. So this is why I think that Glennis Chan, who is running under the Yes Vancouver banner, which is a, a party that I generally agree with in terms of their attitude towards urbanism, is someone who I, I encourage people to vote for. Candidate number eight. I'm going to endorse a Green Party candidate here. And I've had a lot of respect watching Pete Fry for a number of years now. It feels like I've been watching him run for election for as long as I've known he existed, which isn't all that far off from the truth because he seems to be running for something all the time. Uh, he articulates a view that I think a lot of people have of how a city needs to care about itself and how a city needs to care about the people in it. And he, I don't always agree with him, but he always makes sure that he articulates why he has his position and listens to those that disagree with him. I would like to see him on council in part because I think that, you know, he has impressed me every time he's run for office and I'd like to see what he does in office. Uh, I also think that he makes for a good foil for Adrian Carr. I think Adrian Carr has a real tendency towards opposition to a lot of things that I support. And I think <laughs> she's an SQW, a, a, a status quo warrior, a status quo warrior. And I think that that's not necessarily the way the Green Party is, but it has become the way that people view the Green Party because she's been the only elected councillor for them for so long. And so I'd like to see Pete Fry in there to see sort of what, what the Green Party really means and what the Green Party really thinks in a broader sense. And like I said, 
I'm a little bothered by sort of his and, and Adrian's tendency towards hewing to communities and making sure that communities have a so-called veto over what happens in their neighborhood. I think that as a city, we need to make good city-making planning. But I also respect the idea that communities should be listened to. And I think he might be a good voice for how we can listen to communities. And so I, I think Pete Fry would be good on council. Candidate number nine. Finally, I want to put Sarah Blythe on my ballot. So much of this election has been about housing and affordability, and these are critically important issues. But I think we almost risk overlooking some of the other issues that are affecting the city and the crises. Sarah Blythe has been tireless working with the Portland Hotel Society and then more recently the Overdose Prevention Society here in Vancouver, really being on the front lines of the opioid crisis. She's someone who's fearless in that she's willing to break the law to make sure she saves lives. And that kind of commitment to justice and a better city is what we undoubtedly need. Her experience and direct knowledge of these issues are something that can only benefit a city council that is likely to be very focused on housing when it needs to be also thinking about things like the overdose crisis. So Sarah Blythe is my last choice. Candidate number 10. For my last pick, I've decided to endorse Stephanie Ostler of Yes Vancouver. And I was torn on, like, this is the thing about there being so many candidates is that there is, you know, a bounty of choices and we are are somewhat spoiled for choice. But I, I think that Stephanie manages to take a couple of boxes that manages to put her over the top for me. Including coming to one of our live shows. Yes. Thank you for patronizing the Canby Report. If you are interested in further live shows, make sure to get first on that ticket list by subscribing and contributing to the Canby Report at patreon.com slash Canby Report, patreon.com slash Canby Report, patreon.com slash <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even hold it together. Sorry, Stephanie. I kind of kiboshed that uh, whole thing, but I, I am actually really quite impressed with your resume, what you've done, and the intensity that you bring to running for civic office. I, I think that, you know, you starting your business doing silk screening and band buttons and then managing to parlay that into like a, a business that was able to support you and and that entrepreneurial spirit is something that I really think is valuable in a city councillor. You are right on urbanism. You are are like incredibly passionate about what you do. It shows through in everything that is available online that I've seen of yours, the intensity and passion that you talk about, well, fashion and how people interact with the fashion industry in an environmental sense in your TED Talk is one of the things that really made you a standout candidate in my mind. And if I could, now that we're sort of through that list, I want to really highlight the idea is people keep asking me sort of which council candidates have a chance to get elected that they might like. And I think in this election, nobody knows that answer. And so if you have a candidate that you you like and you think would be good on council, give them a vote. There's no worry, I think, in splitting the vote in this election because no one knows. There's no way to know. We don't have a crystal ball to know who is going to do well and who isn't. That crystal ball got split into a thousand million pieces. There's so many candidates that we have no way of knowing. And so, you know, if you like a candidate, vote for them. And I have always hated the fear around not voting for somebody because, you know, you don't want somebody else to win. And in this election especially, make sure you just vote for who you like. So there you have it. The Canby Report Council Slate. We encourage you to check out the vancouver.ca slash plan-your-vote website where you can read the biographies and and see the pictures of pretty much every candidate. Uh, It'll help you give you some ideas to who you want to vote for for mayor, 
for school board. Vote for Lois Chen Pedley. And uh, for park commissioner, I have no freaking idea. But, you know, it's probably one of the most important elections in Vancouver's recent history, if not the last 50 years. Uh, There are different perspectives being offered on the path the city is going to take. And this city council is going to be the one that's deciding them. Well, voting is open. Go check out on Vancouver.ca, your nearest voting location. You have a couple more days to vote in the advance polls if you are listening to this on the 9th. The last thing I want to say is I did put up my full list of who I'll be voting for for mayor, council, park board, and school board with a bunch of alternates because there's so many good people running for this election on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash ian.bushfield or you can find it on my Twitter. I'll probably pin the tweet. These are just my recommendations. They don't represent the Canby Report or anyone else, and I may even change them before the vote because it's so hard to pick just 10 people for council this year. 12 days left. 